Hey Viking fans, we named the Vikings 53-man roster. We also made a couple trades. Now there was a player in there we don't know much about, and we got him now. Let's talk about it in 3, 2, 1. Hey Viking fans, this is Skull World, brought to you by Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host Dave, you can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook, at Skull World. Make sure you hit subscribe, like, and leave a comment below, and if you do that, you're entered in my contest. Read the rules in the description below. I appreciate it. I want to give away free money. The more I give away, the better. I do that on the Packers game, so make sure you hit subscribe, like, and comment below. Now, I am also going live on The Purple Code tonight at 8 o'clock Central, 9 o'clock Eastern. The Purple Code, go over to their YouTube channel, click like and subscribe over there, and ring a bell so you don't miss it. It's every Tuesday night. Now, also, they're on Facebook. That's where they they're have 15,000 followers. That's where we're on, but they broadcast it on TikTok and on YouTube. So make sure you go follow them for sure on YouTube. Now... Let's talk about let's talk about uh, a football player we got in a trade. It was um, Ross Blacklock. Okay, I'm a, I do not want to say the wrong thing there. Ross Blacklock. So let's bring him up. And uh, I got him doing the skull chant. <laughs> I found a picture. And I said, "Hey, here's one where he looks like he's doing the skull chant." So let's use that one. So there's some. You know, the, the history of him, he was at TCU. He got drafted, like I think, 40th overall by the Houston Texans in the second round. He was well thought of coming out of college. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through that. Let's uh, initially look at his stats. Uh, played 2017 and 2019. He's got an asterisk here. I wonder what it's for. Hmm. But uh, as a... As a uh, in 2017, as a freshman, a, a D tackle, 12 games, he had 14 solo tackles, 13 assists, 27 total, six and a half tackles for loss, which is not bad, and two sacks. Um, 2019, as a junior, he didn't play his sophomore year. It looks like uh, 12 games, 25 solo, 15 assists, 40 total tackles, and nine tackles for loss for three and a half sacks. Not bad for an interior interior lineman. Now, I did see him line up in a 4-3 as a D-tackle, and I seen him line up in a 3-4 where he's the outside end um, when he had a a 3-front lineup. So apparently they did, in the highlights that I seen, they apparently ran a couple of different fronts. So he, and I think, and personally think he was more... um, better at the defensive end on a 3-4 position. He just looked more comfortable there, although he didn't play bad at the uh, guard, at the uh, defensive tackle position either. Now, his his uh combine that he I this is yeah, the combine results. He had a 40-yard dash, 4.9 uh not elite, but not bad for a D tackle, but not elite. Uh, vertical jump 29, pretty good for a big guy. He's 6'3", 290, at least in college. 
he probably is that still. Uh, vertical jump 20, uh, 29. Uh, yeah, 29 inches. Um, not bad. Broad jump 107. It's all right. It's all right. Um, three cone drills, 7.77, pretty average. 20 yard shuttle, 4.67, also um, pretty average. Um, his player bio, Blacklock showed out as a redshirt freshman for the Horned Frogs. So he was a redshirt freshman when he did that in 2017. Uh, garnering freshman All-American, that was the asterisk. Freshman All-American and Big 12 co-defensive freshman of the year honors after posting 27 tackles, 6.5 for loss, and 2 sacks for 14 starts. Before he got shot, before he got a shot post an outstanding before he got a shot to post an outstanding follow-up sophomore campaign, however, an Achilles injury, that explains it, sidelined him for the year. Blacklock dropped 25 pounds during his rehab year, which showed in his 2019 play when he earned first-team All-Big 12 honors, 40 tackles, 9 for loss, 3.5 sacks, and 12 starts. Not bad. First-team All-Big 12 honors. His father, Jimmy, is the University of Texas Hall of Famer, for his outstanding basketball career, the senior Blacklock also toured with the Harlem Globetrotters. Um, so he was projected to go round one or two. He went round two. Um, not bad. Overview, his flashes, menacing, disruptive qualities as a gap seeker, but is just ordinary when forced to sit and take on blocks. Blacklock rebounded from a 2018 Achilles injury and showed off basketball quickness. It was often too much for a single blocker. However, his technique and hand usage need work, and he's inconsistent holding the point and keeping his feet. He He's a hit or miss run defender, but he's a relentless pass rusher with elite lateral quickness and change of direction to exploit interior galoots and open pathways. That's a weird word. Uh, to the pocket. Uh, Blacklock needs develop as a one-gapping one three technique and rare movement talent and intriguing rush potential. So we're going to have him as a five technique, which is a three-front defensive end. Uh, Three-tech would be the nose tackle on a, you know, a rush, you know, basically a pass-rushing uh, defensive lineman. Um, his strengths, as they have, are extremely athletic and agile in short spaces. I could see that. Uh, again, I'm looking at these for the first time. That's how I like to do it. Uh, knees stay bent and pads stay low. I would agree with that. Snappy initial quickness. Um, I was a little iffy on that, but uh, can find a split, a double team crevice. He did. He lowered his pads and just spiked through the line a couple of times that I saw. Leverage and leg drive to play under through edge blocks. I agree. Rush instincts of a defensive end. I... I and I, it's what he's going to play for us, so I agree with that. Never in one place for a long, place for long as a rusher. Elite lateral quickness and directional change unlock his disruption. I thought he did that um, when he shed a. He didn't shed blocks per se that great. They talk about his hand placement stuff like that. I could probably agree with that, but he did move laterally and made plays on the run defense. Ch you know, changes speeds and stride length to tilt blockers and loosen the edge. Plays with fast hands and sudden arm over. I think that's a swim move. If <laughs> Impossible for only one player to mirror. Relentless pass rush energy. Um, he looked like he was um, 
you look like he had a high motor in, in college. There's not too much on him in the pros. Not too many highlight videos from him in the pros because he didn't play. I think he had 29 games and started three. Um, not a whole lot of stats, so I don't want to bore you with that. Um, missed all of 2018 a weakness, Achilles injury. Drops head into double team challenges, possibly, yeah. Inconsistent as two gapper. I'd say he doesn't. he's not going to be a big run stopper, even though I think that he was okay at it in college. Strengths keeping uh, pads square to the move. Needs improved hand placement. Angles for quicker shed. Knocked um, around by interior power. Didn't see that, but I'm, I'm watching highlights. Ends up in the ground too often. Didn't see that. Again, just watching highlights. Loses rush momentum to a stiff punch. Failed to convert pressures to sacks at a steady clip. Well, he didn't have that many sacks. So... Now, keep in mind, Daniil Hunter didn't have many sacks in college either. And I think he had like a half a sack a senior for his last year in college, junior, I think junior year. And uh, so you can, you can now the problem is, is he's three years in now. Daniil uh, really took off on his second year. Um, Ross did not. Um, Blacklock did not do that. And, and of course, he played on a pretty bad team. Now, we're, now we're not. Now we're we were pretty bad last year too, but I don't think you know if he was on a, on a team with a Zadarius Smith and a Daniel Hunter and and such as that, I, I think he we're going to be a little bit better team than what he was playing with the Texans. That uh, maybe he has more help now, and he's not asked to do too much right now. We have him uh, behind Bullard as a backup DN because we released Armand Watts. He saved money. I don't understand the move. He was expected to be our starter. He lost weight. We held him out of the third game, apparently to do that, uh, so we could waive him and not not risk his injury. So it's a little sad to say that we lost Armand Watts and we brought back what appears to be an inferior player, even though he was drafted much higher than Armand Watts was. Um, a little, little iffy on that. I, it makes me think that we've... We released Jesse Davis, or we traded Jesse Davis, released Armin Watts. We saved about $4 million, and now we have maybe $14 million to work with to sign to sign somebody or a couple players. And let's see what that's going to do, because I don't think this is – I don't think we're done here. We did those moves for a reason. Now, I, I'm glad we got another body in here. I don't know how much better it was that we than we had internally – and I don't know um, if it it definitely wasn't worth releasing Armand Watts to make room for this guy, and he's a backup, not going to be the starter uh, right now. At you know who knows, maybe he earns a spot, develops, reaches his potential. He's still young. I'm hoping for it. Ross Blacklock is now a Viking, whether we like it or not. He had promise coming out of college. Let's see, if we can turn him around. That's it for Skull World. This is brought to you by Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. Follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at Skull World. Also, I'm on The Purple Code on Tuesday nights. Follow us there. I uh, can do YouTube or Facebook. And I'm also on Purple Pocket Podcast with my co-host, MC Rap. I also call The Purple MLK because we're bringing all of the Viking fans together. So that's it. Skull Vikings. See you next time. Cue the music.
Thank you, Viking fans, for listening. Make sure you catch my other episodes. Also, make sure you subscribe, like, and leave a comment below. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Skull Vikes.